0: proud members of the dread central podcast network what's your favorite scary movie oh come on you know i don't watch that shit why not too scared no no it's just what's the point they're all the same some stupid killer stalking some big breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door it's insulting Welcome Welcome to Kim and Kat, Kat. stay alive, alive. maybe, maybe, we're a horror movie comedy podcast. We're going to tell you the entirety of the movie, spoilers and all. And I, Ketron Porter, am going to be the teller of the tale. I'm Kim Burns and I'm going to try to stay alive. Yeah, um, hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm so fucking fabulous. Thank you. Snaps to you. Snaps to you. Thank you. I love it. How are you? Uh, I'm good. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I'm good. I'm good. Good. I'm fine. Good.
0: Great. Fine. Yeah. Wonderful.
1: I'm doing well. Good. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, We have a special announcement. Yes, we do.
1: Let's see. So this episode is coming to your earballs on Mar Wednesday, March tenth. So in three days, whoop whoop, we are doing another drunk drunk horror, horror. horror. with on our dear friend Madam of
0: Horror Page. Page uh Taylor. Um we will, it'll be Saturday, March 13th, correct? 6 p.m. Pacific, our mm-hmm. time, 9 p.m. Eastern, Pages time. Yeah. Uh, it's our St. Patty's Day special, so bring your fucking green beer, bring your whiskey. It's going to be a drinking game. We're yeah. going to watch the movie Leprechaun, the OG mm-hmm. original starring Rachel Ann. Green. And um, I just, wait a minute, Rachel Green. green. I know. Everyone Whoa. has to wear green. Everyone has to um, do Irish shit. Do and, Irish shit. Uh-huh. Uh, come and yep. hang out with us. Uh, we're going to tell the movie to Paige and she's going to try to stay alive. Yes.
1: Uh, we had so much fucking fun doing it last time. So, so please come. Yeah.
0: Uh, I mean, honestly, like we're going to have a blast whether you're there or not. So it's really <laughs> on you. So <laughs> yeah, it's up to you if you want to have fun or not. But, you know, you do yeah. you, bro. Uh, right. Exactly. I barely drink anymore. So I, you know, this is, the, this is my biggest drinking, basically drunk cars are now my biggest drinking nights of, of the year. The year. Yeah. Yeah. Like, even ex- if I have, I can count like on my hand the amount of times I drank last year and like, uh, it's usually just like, a drink. Yeah. Like one. Exactly. Maybe two. And then, um, so yeah. Have you decided, I
1: know when we did it in, did we do it in October? Last maybe we did. Um, well, anyway, uh, I know you were really into, like, a pumpkin type of situation. Then it, it must have been have October idea? because that was why. That's what I think. Yeah. Um, do you have uh, an idea of, like, what you want to drink for this I think, one? I think I should go full
0: Irish. I think okay. I should get some whiskey and
1: some Guinness, right? Mm-hmm. I love it. I, uh, I think I'm mm. going to change it up. I'm going to maybe have a couple different... Ones, I'm definitely going to drink Guinness, but that's – I mean, I drink Guinness regularly, yeah. so it's, like, not super special. I'm also going to have lime or green-flavored hard seltzer,
0: mm-hmm. like, okay. different kind nice. of green nice. hard, hard like seltzers.
1: It. And then probably to, like, start it off or rather end it, I'll do, like, a shot of, like, Irish whiskey.
0: Wish, whiskey? Whiskey. whiskey? Whiskey. Yeah. Um, do you have Irish whiskey? Mm. I have, mm, I don't have Irish
1: whiskey, but I do have O'Reilly's Country Cream Peanut Butter Liqueur,
0: which is Irish. Interesting. Well, I still have some peanut butter whiskey left over from last drunk car, so I could also put that into the Guinness, which could be fun. I like that. I also really do love Bailey's, so I could maybe have a little Bailey's something. I don't know. I'll have to think about it. Yeah. Irish coffee. Ooh, I'm drinking a coffee right now. I was feeling, feeling a little sluggish coffee started off with an Irish coffee so I can really uh, wow well, yeah. I'm going to be all cracked out on t- drinks and uh, caffeine neither of which yeah. I do much of <laughs> and yeah. then and then I'll have just Guinness. Yeah, chill. I think that's
1: that's a good idea.
0: Um so yeah, we're super excited about that. Um yeah, What uh, else there's, there's what I was Oh, I, I you can go to KK Sam live. Dot com mm-hmm. and that'll be the link. It'll take you there. It's just gonna be like a YouTube live, but just go to Sam live.com and it'll be in the show notes and mm-hmm. all over our social media at KK Sam podcast. Obviously. Love it. Um, um also next Monday, this upcoming Monday, will be our second episode of Kim and Ket's Survive the Cellar. Yes. And
1: we have some familiar voices coming to you on that episode. I think we should share. I think we can share. You think we should? Okay, let's, let's share. share. So Molly Henry Yay. is going to be a contestant who you guys know from our episode of Promising Young Woman and Shannon McGrew from Nightmarish, Nightmarish Conjurings. Conjurings. Uh, so, so it's a really we're fun episode. do get out. Start. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so that, um, and just a reminder, those episodes come out every other Monday. Yeah, Yeah, but this Monday will be one of them. I think. I'm pretty Uh. sure. No, you're correct. You're correct. Yeah, I'm looking at a March calendar right now. Um, What other announcements do I have? Oh, I have a new uniform. I can't believe that I just um, configured this uniform, you know, a full year into the pandemic but you know the second best time to plant a tree is today
0: so that's true i I now i'm wearing only tie-dyed sweatsuits that's great right now she's wearing it tied around her shoulders though like Mm a fucking Mm -hmm. tall hearth having Mm -hmm. yep douchebag tall
1: hearth having douchebag pearl wearing aristocrat yeah. I am tying yeah. my tie-dyed sweatshirt around my shoulders. Um, so she I just can wanted sit to be in her house. Yeah, I just Zoom wanted to be prepared me. for like if I get a little chill, chill, Okay. just a little chilly. Okay, you know. Hmm. Um. <laughs> so that's my first update. My second update, Kim. I'm am really sorry because I know that you've been asking about it, and I told you that I needed to save it until the podcast <laughs> uh, update I know on where my. Where fruit this is tea going, yogurt. and
0: I don't want to know. <laughs> no one cares so
1: I got the fruit dehydrator. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of things you have to do to set it up, right? Um, And I was supposed to run it with no fruit in it. I did. It stopped working immediately. So I was very distressed. Um, I had a little bit of a nervous breakdown about it because I had a plan about my fruits. And, you know, I knew where they were in their shelf life. Um, So it was a tough day. But yeah. the company was incredibly responsive and dealt with it immediately, and I now have a new
0: fruit dehydrator on my couch oh, wow. that I have not yet opened. Well, so. you know what, I, it sounds like it's a happy ending at least. I hope. I mean, you haven't tried this one, so we'll I see. haven't tried it yet. The saga continues, but yeah, um, I'm happy to hear that.
1: Thank you. So I'll let I'll I'll obviously let you know
0: Thank next you time so we record much.
1: how this one Thank is you. going.
0: Yeah. What's happening so, in my life? I'm still doing my course and I'm loving it so much. My life is going to be different. Love it. It's can I still be amazing. in it? You can be in it, but okay. you might need to have, you might have to take this course. Oh, it, there's, there's a, there's an entry uh,
1: requirement now for your life? Now that Just you're to be so
0: course? close to it. Also, I mean, I feel like the two closest people in your entire life besides your roommate. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Eric, yeah, <laughs> or me and cousin, and we're both doing it. So I feel like it's just going to seep. It's going to seep. You're going to like want it, I feel like.
1: I hear you. I'm already, I mean, I'm already pretty intrigued. It's already starting to seep into my pores a bit. So it's just
0: different than anything I've ever done or taken. And
1: woo, woo. Deep, it's bringing
0: up some stuff shit. for you. It is deep, deep shit that I think is going to be literally life changing. So I'm very excited. I love it so much. I love it. I'm not a. Oppo- I'm not opposed to it. I think uh,
1: when you guys started taking it, I still felt like I was in the throes of like having too much to do. But mm-hmm. I feel like I'm getting my schedule under control in a way that is pleasing to me. So it feels more doable. Yeah. Now. So.
0: I recommend uh, oh i
1: started an acting class
0: oh yeah it began already uh monday monday so like i it's have my old acting class i referred mm-hmm. her and it's my favorite teacher and it makes me so happy
1: yeah it was between two courses oddly enough one that kim recommended and one that <laughs> cousin <laughs> recommended Ooh,
0: beat you cousin yeah. what uh, bitch
1: <laughs> She, Kim did win this one purely for uh the time commitment Fair. of the two classes Fair. Um, I accept that I have literally basically three part time jobs right now, and i can't i don't there are only so many hours in the day right right well, I hope you like it. We'll see. I have no doubt that i will i but the th- be the reason that I'm sharing but... this is because this is the first time in my life since high school, that I am taking an acting class f- because it is fun for me. Literally mm-hmm. the first time since high school. Obviously, college, I chose to be a theater major, but any acting classes we were taking was required for us to, you know, yeah, graduate. And then obviously moving out to LA, it's like you have to be in an acting class. And so you're definitely like choosing based on like, the business says I have to be here. So you know, it's, yeah, it, it can take the fun out of it
0: sometimes. Yeah. Um. I never looked at it that way. Well, that's not true. That's a lie. I did look at it that way sometimes, which is why I took those classes that I hated. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Me too. It's actually why I left Crater because I was like, well, I've been here for like years. I feel very comfortable here. So I wanted to challenge myself and take, but then I was like, oh, I'll take the ones that everyone says you should take. And I was like, mm-hmm. This is fucking garbage, and I hate this so yeah. much. One of them I liked actually, but one of them I truly hated. Um, but Crater, I think, like especially when you said you wanted to do it for like it, to enjoy acting, I was like, I mm-hmm. think you would really like this class because you get to fucking just yeah, out and just fucking yeah. have fun. Like it, you, it gets it, it gets to be fun. I mean, she pushes you and challenges yeah. you, but like it gets to be fun. Like, and in also, the way I'm that a weirdo, in the way that we like fun, it, like exactly. In yeah. the, in like the getting emotional and like, yeah. we
1: like fun. The thing that we find fun <laughs> is the thing that other people find terrifying and upsetting. And Kim and I are like, bring it on. That's why I was like,
0: no, like, like in what I know that you want fun. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> um, I'm also a weirdo that loves cold reading. Like I love, love, mm-hmm. love, love, love cold reading. Um, yeah. So, yeah, uh, well, that's exciting. Mm hmm. I we just nerded guys, out about acting. Thank you, Sammys, for indulging.
0: <laughs> oh, speaking of acting, I did want to share yeah. this. If, I, if you guys haven't watched Lucky yet on Shutter, mm. it just came out um, last Thursday. Have you so watched it yet? I haven't. Okay, we're recording on Thursday, and there's actually like a watch party tonight. So I was thinking about joining that. Um, well, I was going to ask
1: you because you were an ex, you were in it, right? For a second.
0: Yeah, I did like background for a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: I was like, Kim probably like already kind of knows the s- the story, and I don't. So I was gonna say like, if you want to, do it oh, should we do it on the pod? Yeah. Ooh,
0: yeah. Like, I, really I probably know see more it. than you. Yeah. Right. Like you, if you know like nothing, then
1: yeah. Um, and I really want to see it. So like, no, you
0: know, not yeah. to rush you. I mean, but, the, like the scene I was in didn't spoil anything. So like. right, but um. <laughs> No, yeah, so our friends Brea Grant and Natasha, uh, Brea, like, wrote and starred in it, and then Natasha Kermani uh, directed it, so fucking women in horror all up in this piece, and yeah. you know we love that, um, but it's on Shutter. Uh Yeah, but they, like, needed background for a day. I think Ketchum was out of town, um, mm-hmm. and, like, people from Dread, like, asked if we would help out. Actually, I, I was thinking about that, because... It's so interesting because, like, I've made a lot of changes in acting since then and myself since then. And, like, in the world of acting, like, doing extra work, like, means something. Yeah. And I, like, really made this mean something about me. Mm -hmm. And it was before, I think, it was around the time of me figuring out that, like, acting was my entire identity and that I'm actually a whole person and that's just, like, a thing I like to do on the side. And maybe the podcast actually fulfills me in all the way that I wanted acting to and I don't give a fuck about acting anymore. It was all in the ether around that time (laughs) so that was a
1: big time in your life uh, for sure. yeah
0: yeah so it was an interesting experience because I did it anyway um just to like help out and everyone that was there was just to help out so it was all just friends of like the filmmakers and stuff and the crew and everything um so I actually met like really amazing people connected with people that I hadn't seen in like 10-15 years Mm -hmm. um started dating someone uh met someone who like connected us to Miguel who runs mm-hmm. horrible imaginings film festival that we now do like live shows at like on a regular yeah. basis so all kinds of like wonderful things actually really came from it just like in my life um so it was an interesting experience for sure on many levels yeah. um but I'm really excited to see it and um really 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 excited and, and happy for Natasha and Brea so congratulations to them Me too and everyone go check it out on Shutter. Yeah, and I guess and I'll add can, it to my list. Yes, please do it
1: like soonish because I'm trying to see it. Okay, thanks. Bye. Okay. Um, okay. Shall we dive in to this movie that I have to tell you?
0: Yes, please okay oh i forgot so, i had one more thing but yes so, it's because last week we had nothing to talk about i was nothing. like i need to i need to have some things to talk about and now i can't you can't stop me catch <laughs> I, I shan't be shunned up <laughs> uh
1: i started you shunt up <laughs>
0: <laughs> i want to talk about i i started dating again oh uh, p- just, uh, yes I please got back on s- talking to some people going on some Zoom dates. Oh, I went on, so I went on, uh, A, I had a Zoom date last night and this was very cute. I wanted to share this for anyone out there dating right now, because this was a really thoughtful and sweet idea. Oh, so cute. Um, so we had a Zoom date once and then we had like a park date. So we like sat on a blanket and still kind of like social distance a little bit. And then yesterday it was raining and cold in L.A., so we were like, we can't go outside, obviously. And there's, like, yeah. nowhere to go. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> he was, like, going to do, like, we were going to, like, hang out outside. So he's like, what if we, like, FaceTime, like, but, like, I'll order us both dinner from, like, the same restaurant to, like, our houses at the same time. And then so we, like, had, like, dinner together over Zoom from, like, the same place. And it was really cute. It's, like, really, really, really fucking cute.
1: Like, really just cute. so really thoughtful. Just, guys, it's about just, like, putting thought in. Yeah. It's 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 evidence that you have been thinking
0: about how to make this an enjoyable experience. Right. Like Like, that is really sweet. And so I super appreciated that. Um, Like someone else, I had a phone date with that I thought was going to be FaceTime. So they didn't even turn their camera on. And then like he cooked dinner and then ate in my ear for an hour. And I was like, well, i'm not gonna hang out like this makes me feel yeah. not thought there's no thought here Zero makes thought. me feel like you can't even give me an hour of your time and so yeah. i was like goodbye sir to him also um, like what if you had misophonia is that when you don't like hearing people eat? when you can't like you
1: cannot listen to people eat i mean which is I like a pretty common that, thing and i didn't like it still
0: yeah so imagine if you
1: had misophonia
0: <laughs> but last night we were talking about like love languages and stuff like that and of course I brought up my brand attachment sure. styles yeah can <laughs> I tell you that multiple people in one day sent me things about attachment styles like no and I was like this is really my brand right now you, you need to be like getting commission I really do for their book from this book yeah I do uh no like one was like a joke thing from TikTok, and one was something else and people it was just like multiple people being like this made me think of you like all in one day and i was like <laughs> that's funny so yeah. anyway like so we took the test he was like what are you and i was like actually i was this but i feel like i've changed and so i took the test again and i'm secure attachment style <laughs> now Yay!"
1: And that is not by accident. You have done some serious goddamn work. You have worked. Yeah. W-E-R-K. Isn't
0: that fucking exciting? You, got, you guys have been with me for the whole journey. This is the whole like, goddamn thing. Basically the beginning of last year mm-hmm. when I found all this out. And then the journey over this past year has, I, I've now come full circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very fucking exciting. So yeah, and that bitch, made me it happy. It shows. Thank you. So I wanted You're to welcome. share that. I love it. Okay. Um, Tell me a movie. Okay.
1: As Kim and I mentioned, maybe I don't know, at some point we mentioned that uh we're going to do Women in Horror Month in March next year. One of the many reasons mm-hmm. uh is because uh February is Black History Month. Correct. So, you know, we feel like the two marginalized groups should be recognized separately. Yes. So we, Kim and I, uh, put out a poll, right? Yeah. We uh, put out a poll on Patreon, uh, for our patrons to choose, uh, black forward horror. Yes. Um, and so the, one of the ones that was voted on was antebellum. Yay. So that is what I'm doing today. However, based on the fact that I did promising young woman and now antebellum, I will be doing a third poll <laughs> where you guys help me find a movie that is has no messages, <laughs> has has no difficult themes, has it has no gives me no feelings, just makes me laugh. That's it. And it's about 90 minutes tops. Uh But for today, here we go. We're diving in. Great. So, Antebellum. It was directed by Gerard Bush and Christopher Renz. Uh, Gerard and Christopher also wrote it. Um, Nice. Dead or Allerve? Yes. We have Eli. Mm, Alive. Janelle. Jasper, dead. Denton, dead. And Julia, alive. Okay. Here we go. Antebellum. A quote comes up on the black screen and it says, The past is never dead. It's not even past. William Faulkner.
0: Ooh, hoo, 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 hoo. yes. So <laughs>
1: now, I want you to picture the beautiful uh, um, Civil War South. Okay. Yep. The sun is setting uh, over a plantation. It is. This is all one shot. Um, I'll tell you when the one shot stops. Basically. And it opens on uh, a little girl in a yellow dress picking wildflowers outside of her giant white mansion, skipping to the stairs. And a woman comes down the stairs uh, in, you know, a Southern Belle type of dress situation. The camera then pans over and we see that it's a giant plantation house. And the camera pans over to show Confederate soldiers marching past the house. And then we go to behind the house where we see slaves erecting a tent. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh,
1: we then see slaves hanging laundry and we see all of the laundry women stop and turn and stand as the Confederate soldiers walk by. Then they go back to hanging the laundry. Then we pan across to, um, a smoking shed, uh, It's like a little shed that you put a fire underneath of it. Uh, And then we pan across to a Confederate flag being hoisted. And then we see a horse being led on a lead with a body draped over it, Hmm. draped over the saddle.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And we pan to the slave quarters. And it's sort of like kind of looks like like a little mini village almost where all of the cabins are wooden cabins um, and we then come back to the horse and we see that the woman draped across the horse is Janelle Monet. Mm-hmm. She's then pulled off the horse and we pan over to a little dirt road that sort of connects the plantation and the, and the slave village and we see that there are several Confederate soldiers and they are Uh, chasing and capture a man um, who is enslaved and he has something around his neck that I had to ask Eric what it is Mm -hmm. because it looks like a it's like a metal collar but then it has these sort of like stakes that come up out of it and over his head like this and there's like four of them and I I didn't know what it was and Eric was like I I feel like that looks like Something where, like, you can easily grab onto those rods, you know, and uh-huh. kind of have more con- control over uh-huh. him. Uh, and then we see that the man that they are holding onto is screaming after a woman who is clearly his wife and is being chased by Confederate soldiers. And the woman is running. And this is all in slow-mo, and this is when the one-shot stops. Uh, We see a mustachioed soldier who we later learn is named Jasper, and he throws a lasso and lassos the woman around the neck. We see, like, her gold necklace sort of swinging, and the man is screaming. Now we cut to, like, the same scene, but now it's in real time. And the woman continues to crawl down the road, trying to get away from the Confederate soldiers with the rope around her neck. And Jasper is just slowly following after her, kind of smirking, because, like, she can't get away. Mm-hmm. Like, But he's sort of taunting her by just kind of standing over her and slowly walking behind her. And then uh, she stops, rolls over, and looks up at him and says, kill me. Mm. And Jasper says, now don't you worry, girl. I will accommodate you. The sun is now setting more, so the sky is like blood red. And it sort of pulls, the camera sort of pans out. And we see Jasper shoot her in the head. Oof. We cut to Janelle hearing the shot uh, over someone's shoulder like she's being carried somewhere. Uh, we cut to the woman's husband screaming and he's punched out and dragged away by the soldiers. This is about where Eric looked up who made the film. <laughs> mm-hmm. So now we cut to Jasper again and he is now dragging the woman's dead body uh, by the rope, by her neck, against a now purple sky antebellum. It's now uh, late dusk, early evening, and there's a fire burning in the shed. And we cut to the general um, coming into the cabin where Janelle is. So it is it is Janelle's slave quarters, but it appears that this officer who's a high-ranking officer, I, we'll call him a general. I don't know. I don't remember if that's his actual rank. Who gives a fuck?
0: Um, I thought you said that it was Janelle's body that was on the horse, like dead body. She wasn't dead. She was just slung over it,
1: knocked out, and I couldn't see if she was dead or not. And then when she's pulled off, uh, we see that she was, in fact, alive, but but tied up and and slumped over. So when we first okay. see her, we don't know if she's alive. We then learn that she is alive. Um, so we cut to the general coming into the cabin where Janelle is. And Janelle is obviously in horrible distress. Her uh, wrists are tied. And the general is trying to make Janelle say her own name. She won't, Uh, she's just crying. So the general takes his gloves off, hangs his hat on a hook by the door, takes his belt off and uh, beats her. Hmm. Uh, We then hear it from the outside and we see all of the other enslaved people hearing it as well. Uh, he puts his foot on her and says, I'm responsible for you now. And I will tame your savage ways. He then lifts her up. She still won't say her name. So he lays her over, um, a a table of some kind and he, uh, brands her back. Mm. She is sobbing, obviously. And he says, your friends are dead because of you. Try to escape. And I'll throw you in the burn shed myself. (sighs) So that's where we learn what the shed that appears to always be on fire is. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Jesus Christ. She is still screaming, but finally says... Eden. My name is Eden. Mm-hmm. So Janelle Monet's character is Eden. The general says, that's good, Eden. Real good. Everything will be all right now so you can stop crying. Maybe I can get away for supper tomorrow and you can make us a chicken. <sighs> he leaves. She crawls to the window and looks out. Okay. Cut to six weeks later, is what it says on the screen. Okay. Uh, the enslaved people are picking cotton out in the field, and the enslaved people all sort of look up at one point all together because uh, they hear gunfire in the distance. So they are in a large field where the plantation is, where the enslaved people's village is where the cotton field is, and then sort of around all of that is, uh, is woods. So, like, we can't really see beyond where we are. We can just hear the gunshots and the cannon fire of the war. Okay, Jasper is on a horse looking over the enslaved people who are picking cotton, and he's drinking from a flask on his horse. And he's chastising them for being too easily distracted, And he tells them to sing one of their uh, tunes. Um, He uses a word that begins with N that I'm Mm. not going to say. Um, It's actually not even that word. It's it's a version of it and I'm still not going to say it. Mm So (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, nobody starts singing. And we then sort of cut into the field and we see two enslaved men say to each other, we got to move. These fuckers are crazy. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: But real, you know, real quiet. Mm -hmm. Cut back to Jasper. He, I think, kind of saw them talking to each other. So he comes into the field and hits one of them with the butt of his rifle and says, shh, next time I won't be so generous. Back to work. We hear the sound of Confederate victory. Oh, he then says, let the sound of Confederate victory bring joy to your labor. Ah, (sighs) yeah. (laughs) Um, Just to you, Kim, and to all of our listeners, bear with me. Uh, There will, there will, we (laughs) just bear with me. (laughs) The, the, the first 30 to 40 minutes was rough. We then see a lady, a lady on a horse ride by, and it appears to be the same noblewoman from the very beginning that met the little girl on the stairs. Uh, and Janelle watches her ride by on the horse. Cut to Janelle in her cabin, and she has a rag, and she is rubbing some sort of grease on the hinges of the door. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. And she hears a knock. She opens the door. It is the enslaved man uh, from the beginning who lost his wife. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And she just looks at him and says, milk, chicken. And he says, we must try again. Uh, And she kind of like like shushes him with her eyes, sort of. And behind him, we see a cart of more enslaved people being brought in. Um, and they're all lined up. And Jasper calls Janelle over, calls Eden, come over here. So Eden goes over and she's now standing by the line of new enslaved people that are being brought in. And we see the noble woman close up for the first time. And it is Jenna Maloney.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh-huh. And she, she is... a. She's really good at playing a raging cunt. It's, it, I, was, I was impressed by how much I hated her. Mm-hmm. Um, she is inspecting one of the new girls that has been brought in. She makes a comment on her hair, not to the woman, but to her daughter, her young daughter, who is the little girl in the yellow dress, um, and says, isn't her hair pretty? And asks her daughter what they should name her. And the little girl says, Julia. Mm. So not even addressing the woman. Mm -hmm. Um, She then dismisses the child, says, you're dismissed. Jenna then comes over to Eden, Janelle, and flicks her hair off of her shoulder. Mm. But in a very pointed way. She is looking at Janelle with a very specific sort of like anger or Mm -hmm. power uh, that suggests she has some sort of issue with her. Right. Jasper is giving a speech. Here is the speech. He's giving it to the new enslaved people. This is a reformer plantation commandeered by the blah, blah, blah of the blah, blah, blah of the Confederate Army of the 13 states. Wherever you were before, whatever small freedoms you might have enjoyed, that's over. There is no backtalk from inferiors. You are only to speak when given permission to do so. No talking among yourselves unless one of the white folk give you permission. If you do, we will know. Here are your cabins. You'll be given instructions of your daily duties that will be done with a smile. And he grabs one of the girl's faces and sort of like pushes her face into a smile and then says, you're dismissed. Mm -hmm. Janelle then um, puts her arm through Julia's arm and Julia, and they start walking back to their cabins and Julia's like, what is this place? And Janelle kind of like, you know, what What am I doing? Jostles her to be, like, yeah. quiet.
0: <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> she, she Catherine kept making a movement and then <laughs> not knowing how, how to describe, describe it. it. Yeah. She moved um, her arm. <laughs> Yeah. Um,
1: okay, so now we cut to Jasper and Janelle is, like, sitting at, like, a table outside in front of the line, uh, in front of a line of slaves. It's, like, it's like she's maybe observing them or, te- or assigning them duties. I bet that's what she's doing. I bet she's assigning them duties. And Jasper comes over and, like, goes to kiss her. And she kind of pulls away and she's like, oh, clearly started a little early today. Referring to, like, he smells like booze. Mm, and mm-hmm, she doesn't mm. let him kiss her. So they are husband and wife.
0: This is with? G- G- gentlemen. gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Okay. So
1: now we see, we now cut to the new enslaved people being led past the cotton field. And we see barrels of cotton being thrown into a fire by Hmm. the enslaved people. My thoughts exactly. Uh, They appear to be destroying the barrels of cotton that they are picking. Um, so now we cut to Janelle in her, uh, cabin again, and we see that she has her eyes closed and she's rubbing this one spot on the wall, just kind of rocking back and forth, rubbing this spot on the wall with, with her fingers. She then hears a knock. She wipes her tears away and she walks to the door, but she only steps on certain planks of the floor and she appears to be like discouraged when she steps on a plank that creaks
0: Mm, interesting
1: she makes it to the door she opens it and it's uh eli the man who lost his wife holding a chicken she grabs the chicken she closes it she goes back to where she was sitting sits back down knock again She goes back, but it, like, takes time to go back and forth because she only steps on certain planks. And she opens the door and she's like, how many times? Thinking it's Eli, it's Julia. So Julia comes in and sits down and she's like, you're from Virginia, right? And Janelle is just sitting bolt upright in her chair, not looking at Julia, just looking straight ahead. And Julia continues and says, I'm from North Carolina. And she says, I can't do this. Janelle then turns to her and says, whoever you were before, wherever you came from before, just forget about it.
0: Hmm.
1: Julia is quite the firecracker because she loudly says, what are we doing? What is the plan? And this sparks Janelle and she's like but you know whisper yelling and she's like don't you think I haven't tried and so she like lifts up her her uh shirt and shows Julia her brand Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. she's like we must choose our moment wisely Mm. until then keep your head down and shut your mouth Mm. do you understand Julia does not (laughs) And she's like, (laughs) and she's like, I know you, and I know you're my only way out. Mm. Janelle is just staring straight ahead. And then Julia says, I'm pregnant. Janelle looks at her and whispers to her, You have to keep quiet. These white people will kill you. Mm -hmm. Julia says, you think being quiet is being strong? What has that ever gotten us? Janelle goes back to staring and Julia is now like pissed. And she's like, you're no leader. You're just a talker. And at this point, Janelle like stands up and kicks her out, goes to shut the door. Julia is not having it. And she puts her foot in the door and starts screaming. And she's like, you're nothing but an N-word slave with a brand and no backbone. And Janelle shoves her out the door and slams the door shut. So now we cut to nighttime. And uh, I'm going to have you put a pin in this because I learned something, but I don't want to give it away. So put a pin in this. Nighttime, the Confederate soldiers are marching down the dirt road uh, and they are chanting blood and soil, blood and soil. Jasper is at the front of the line. They're all heading into the tent that was being erected. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is, you know, the mess hall, the dinner tent. Okay. Um, So all the slaves are lined up uh, in there waiting for the soldiers to come in. Now, everybody, cut to dinner time. Dinnery time is what I wrote. No. Dinner tea time. Dinner tea time dinner is what I wrote. Time. Dinner tea time. Uh, and General Denton stands up. So, General Denton is the one who was, who was fucking with Janelle. Okay. Okay. So, we have Jasper, who's the wife of the lady, and General Denton, who fucks with Janelle. Uh, okay. He stands up and he congratulates all the soldiers on their defeat of the Yankees in whatever fucking stupid fucking battle they're talking about. Uh,
0: y'all gonna lose, though, bitches. Yep.
1: Sorry about it. And he holds up a jacket of a Yankee and he's like, this is what victory looks like. And they all cheer. Hooray, mm-hmm. haru, hurrah. And he says, we have Washington on our in our sights. We must never relent. Uh, you know what? I wrote all of this down. I'm not gonna tell you a speech. You can hear it. It's all I bullshit. It. Yeah. It's all we're defending our homeland. We were here first. To which I say, No, you fucking you weren't.
0: Fucking no. Uh
1: and blah blah fucking blah. Yeah. And then he says, but for tonight, drink and be merry. And all of these sapphires are here to fulfill your every need. Whatever those needs may be. Mm -hmm. Jasper then stands up and says, Faith, family, folk. And everyone repeats, Faith, family, folk, drinks. So now we cut to two soldiers talking at the dinner table. And. One is real shy and the other one calls Julia over and basically tries to set up his shy soldier friend with Julia. And Daniel's really shy and he's like, "She, she can't say no, you're in charge here. Daniel still feels super fucking uncomfortable. Jasper is watching the whole thing, so he fucking comes over and grabs Julia and says, Meet him in your cabin after dinner and then kind of looks at Daniel kind of being like, you know, like what he probably would say is like man up sort of thing. Yeah. And uh, then they both leave Daniel sitting at the table. We now cut to Julia and Daniel in Julia's cabin. Question number one, what do you do and what does Julia do?
0: Uh, and what I
1: am going to say, uh, and why questions were difficult to conjure up for the this first portion, right? Uh, I need you to answer these questions as if your skin is not white.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which I obviously do not know that experience. Um, yes, but. Uh, I mean I feel like I'm gonna do whatever he wants to be honest Um, Mm -hmm. and I I mean I think she is too or like maybe also try to Like, since he seems, like, shy or whatever, like, you know, not do anything that he doesn't say, you know what I mean? But, like, maybe try to, like, befriend him or get, like, in his good side kind of thing like that. That is exactly
1: what Julia does. So we are in the cabin. And she begins the conversation. She is the first to speak. And she says, if I may, I never got your name. He says his name is Daniel. And she says, thank you for saying I'm pretty. She approaches him and is saying, it's been a long time since a man has been nice to me. And she kind of starts to take off top layer of what she's wearing. And Daniel is just standing up against the door, very intimidated. And she just says, how'd you get to be so sweet? Hmm. She's like, look, you don't have to do this. You're not like them. You're not like those monsters. And Daniel touches her face and says very quietly, why are you speaking to me? Oh, shit. And she's like, "Uh, I thought we were. And he's like, I'm as much of a confederate as any man here. You will speak when spoken to. And he goes fucking nuts, hits her to the ground, and kicks her in the stomach.
0: Oh, fuck.
1: Janelle is hearing everything from her cabin. Daniel we then cut back to Daniel and he says you better tell anyone who asks that I had my way with you and he leaves
0: Mm -hmm.
1: stay with me keep staying with me Mm -hmm. we're gonna have a break I'm with you Uh, I I think I'm talking to myself okay (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm talking to myself and my sammies and myself again uh that we are going to get a bit of a rest Soon, soon, okay. So now we cut to daytime and ju- cut to daytime in the cotton field. And Julia is uh looking rough and she is clearly arriving late. Uh, everybody else has already begun the task and she's walking very slowly and labored. No. Um Daniel goes by on horseback and just kind of clocks her. Jasper also goes by and clocks her as well for being late. Mm-hmm. And he basically says to her, like, this is your one warning. Uh, okay. Julia can barely walk. So she goes over to Janelle and Janelle asks if she's okay. Julia is crying and she just is like saying please. Mm. Uh, and Julia's or Janelle is just like, just be just be patient. Just be patient. Julia then starts sk- screaming. Uh-oh. Screaming. Uh-oh. And we see that her skirt is filling with oh, blood. No, Julia. Janelle. Tries to quiet her, uh, but Jasper hears it, mm-hmm. and so he starts walking towards Julie and Janelle. Eli sees this and like tries he 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 wants to distract Jasper.
0: Yeah, yeah. So
1: as Jasper is walking by, he goes, "Cracker." Jasper turns around and looks at him and says. I'll be back for you. Mm. So it didn't work. He goes over to Julia and Janelle, tells Julia to clean herself up. Julia can't walk. So at this point, (sighs) that's when Jasper lets Janelle go with her. So they leave. um, And Jasper heads back to Eli. And is like, now, what were you saying? And they're both like, In each other's faces. Mm -hmm. And I am so worried because understand, like, he is not, he, he is not deferring at all. Like, it is two men who want to rip each other's heads off. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: But Eli doesn't say anything. And Jasper says, that reminds me, the shed needs cleaning. No oh, fuck. And oh, fuck. they continue to stand off. And Eli says, "Yes, sir." Jasper obviously makes him say it louder or some shit, whatever fucking machismo bullshit, and tells him to get. He, and Eli heads off to the shed. He goes into the shed. Uh, the ground is covered in ashes, mm-hmm. and he sees uh, a gold necklace in the ashes oh, that was his wife's. Oh, God, he cries, puts her necklace on, and like hi- hides it like under his shirt. Yeah, and then um, loses it understandably awesome. just yeah. starts like ripping at his own clothes, slamming his own body up against the brick walls, just oh, man. losing it. Poor. Oh gosh. Stay That's with me. Yeah. Stay with me self. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it self just a little bit longer. Okay. You're doing great. <laughs> so now we cut to nighttime in Janelle's cabin. And the general uh, finishes raping her, climbs off, and says goodnight. Time passes, and we see just the camera on Janelle's face on her, laying on her pillow. And we hear the general laying next to her, but just her face, eyes open, just staring into space. And then we hear a phone ring.
0: Uh, Hello? Hello? And
1: Janelle is startled and the camera pans out and we see that it is Janelle in modern times in her big, beautiful king size bed with next to her husband who rolls over and says, do you have another bad dream? And she says, Mm -hmm. it's okay. Uh, and she, asked, <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> so that's where I was like, Whoo! Oh, I'm god, s- uh, sorry.
1: <sighs> so, all right, so here we are, Ma modern times. Okay, Janelle is a happy, healthy, married, wealthy mother. Okay, in a beautiful fucking mansion and Just sunlight pouring in from her huge bay windows and, you know, just a luxurious existence with a happy husband who loves and respects her. She deserves it. So here we are. Um, Clearly, she is uh, going somewhere, traveling. She's getting picked up. And she asks because the phone call that she got was basically like someone being like, your car will be there at nine or whatever. And she's like, thank you. And so she rolls over and she's like, can you do me a favor? <laughs> and I was like, yep, that's the wife voice. I use it quite often. And she's like, can you please get Ken Ken dressed, please? Ken and Ken. Hub- be short for Kennedy. Um,
0: she's so fucking cute. Uh, I saw this TikTok the other, the other day and it was like, I didn't even like listen to it. I was just like, it was like sound off, but it was like, here's it was like a guy being like here's my um uh documentary on what it's like to be a husband and then it was just <sighs> video after video of like his wife being like can you give me some water can you give <sighs> me some water can you give me some water just like in 20 different locations over and over again like handing him a cup just continuously handing him like the same big cup, yeah. being like yeah can you give me some water and That was that the whole is video. um that is
1: uh that's accurate that is just what we do. We just ask for a drink to be refilled over and over again. I, 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 I just feel like I didn't even know that that was who I was. It, it's as if as soon as you say I do, you no longer are able to get beverages for yourself.
0: I look forward to the day.
1: Yeah, it's great. Um... Ken Ken. Okay. So he she Ken Ken then comes in and she like jumps on the bed and she's so cute and Janelle is like daddy's going to get you dressed today and Ken Ken is like I know exactly what I'm going to wear. <laughs> oh, cute. And she's How like come on she? dad.
0: What? How old is she?
1: Uh probably like 5, 6. And she like leads dad to her room. She's like come on. And she's like so excited and dad's like okay, 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 okay. okay. Um so they leave Janelle uh gets out of bed and like kind of like stretches her back and puts her hand where we know Janelle in the dream the brand. was branded. Okay. So now we cut to breakfast time and uh I think her husband's name is Nick, but he's Bay in her phone, so I'm just going to call him Bay. Oh. Uh, And they are he's making breakfast. She looks fucking fire like the Mm -hmm. most gorgeous red jumpsuit I've ever fucking seen. And the three uh, Ken Ken is sitting at the breakfast bar. Uh, Bay is making breakfast and the news is on like on a little iPad. And it is an old white man spouting shit about black people. And Janelle is the other talking head. On oh. the news. Ah. And he's saying some fucking racist old bullshit. And Janelle comes in talking about the disenfranchisement of black people is written into the DNA of this country. It's and she completely fucking, fucking schools him to pieces. Facts.
0: Fucking truth. To yes. To the fucking bone.
1: And it was clearly a replay Because right before she, like, says her final thing, they kind of are like, here it is, here it is. Uh And she says it. And then after she says it, she is like, boom, to (laughs) Bay, And then Ken Ken is like, boom. Oh, cute. So fucking cute. And then Ken Ken says, why is that man so angry? Hmm. And Janelle says, sometimes what looks like anger... It's really just fear.
0: Wow. Oof! Ain't that the sit truth. with that one?
1: That's yeah, couldn't. Couldn't true. be more true. Couldn't be more true. Um, man, fear so quickly manifests into the most putrid hatred. Um, so mm-hmm. fast. Mm-hmm. So now we cut to, uh, the camera. Panning across her walls, and we see this really impressive bookshelf. Uh, We see picture a picture of her being a commencement speaker at a college. We see four hundred million
0: diplomas on Mm -hmm, the wall. mm -hmm. A portrait of
1: Eden. Her name is Veronica.
0: Oh, okay. So that's not Eden. Mm -hmm.
1: Okay, yeah. Uh, And we see a portrait of Barack. Um, and we see her putting lipstick on and she's like sitting at her desk and she has her computer up like I do right now. Uh, and Bay comes in, which we can all see, which we can all see. Yeah. Um, (laughs) we are, we are a a audio medium, but I refuse to accept it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) so hubby comes in, offers her pancakes. It's super cute. And he's like, are we vegan this week? (laughs) and and i was like also me also my household um and she's like says something about like the struggle is real or whatever blah blah Mm -hmm. blah and then she gets a call on her computer from jenna maloney oh shit jenna says dr henley and janelle says please call me veronica and Jenna Maloney says, oh, that lipstick looks lovely on you. suits your skin tone. I couldn't pull it off. And Janelle ignores the comment. Mm-hmm. And she just says, how can I help you? She's like, how did you come across my work? And Jen- Jenna says, I saw you on one of those uh, legacy media networks talking about inclusion. You were so articulate. Must have been a ratings bonanza for you. And Janelle still does not comment mm-hmm. on the condescending racist bullshit mm-hmm. uh, and just says those particular segments do garner a lot of attention. She says, I don't mean to be curt, but do, do you have questions yeah, about the book? And Jenna Maloney says, oh, yes. You mentioned on that show your book odd ah, that you chose that moment to be peddling your wares wow and janelle says well that particular segment focused on the lack of inclusion and that's what my book is about so who did you say you were with and jenna maloney says i didn't i'm a, somewhat of a talent scout and janelle goes okay so you're a headhunter mm-hmm. and jenna laughs creepily and says exactly Kennedy then walks by, walks behind her. And Jenna says, oh, is that Kennedy? She is so beautiful. She'll make a perfect little companion for my daughter. I see a play date in our future. Janelle then moves the camera Mm -hmm. so that she can't see Kennedy anymore. And uh, Janelle says, as my assistant said, I'm pretty short on time. And (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: So quit wasting it, bitch. What do you want?
1: Yeah. Uh, and Jenna says, uh, Jenna Maloney says, oh, I didn't mean to trigger you none. Have fun at your little summit.
0: Oh, my fucking goddess.
1: The, f- the way that the script of this scene was written was so perfect because yeah. it's like. Nothing's overt. Nothing is overt. It is the definition of microaggression and just a, a vibe of you're beneath me. Yeah. So at this point, Janelle (sighs) says, okay, thank you so much and hangs up the computer. Question two. What do you do and what does Janelle do?
0: Do we both... My immediate instinct is saying do we both Google her? But I don't know if that's my answer. Hold on. I need to talk my brain out. Talk your brain out, girl. What's my fucking goal? I don't know. Who am I? What's happening? What is this world? Uh, I don't know. Don't I have to go somewhere? What am I doing? Then I was I going somewhere? Wasn't someone picking me up? Mhm. Yeah. Do I have to go? Do I have time?
1: Uh, the person has not arrived at the door. You're you're going to be pick literally picked up, so it's like you will know when it's time to go because someone will okay. be at
0: your door saying it's time to go. Oh, fuck it. That's all. We'll both Google her. I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. I don't even know where, when I am. Point for you. That is exactly what I would have
1: done. She uh, wipes off the lipstick. Hmm. Then we hear someone at the door. Her car is there. So it's goodbye, 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 kisses, kisses, hugs, I'll be back soon, blah, blah, blah. Kennedy runs over and gives her a drawing. And it's the three of, you know, stick figures of the three of them Mm -hmm. and and an airplane uh, above them. And Bay is so cute because he's like, God, my head, she drew my head like really big. (laughs) And it's just like so cute. And Janelle is like, I'm going to hang this in my hotel room. Um, as soon as I check in. So now we cut to Janelle upside down. It's just her face upside down. And we then, and she looks like sweaty and um, not in distress, but like grimaced a bit. Mm-hmm. So we pan out and we see that it is actually her it is actually Veronica in her hotel room working with a private yoga instructor so she's actually okay. just in a bridge right a backwards bridge okay and the private yoga instructor is like bring positivity positivity and light to all situations today blah 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 and then we hear someone banging on the door and it's just like be open the door and it's like banging and Veronica's like Janelle is like, fuck, like, I, I'm trying to fucking namaste my shit. And,
0: like, you're fucking <laughs> yeah, wrecking really my vibe, Killing my vibe, dude. Yeah.
1: And so she goes to the door,
0: and it's Gabourey Sidibe. Oh, cute. I haven't seen her and in a while. I haven't seen her. She, yeah, she's. Um, Some um, American Horror Story.
1: Oh, I didn't even. That side note. I think I'm going to, you know how American Horror Story, like, is really good in the beginning and then, like, inevitably by the end,
0: 100% my exact feelings about it. I fall off every season. So apparently that
1: is, like, a universal opinion
0: of every season. Yeah.
1: Every time. Mm -hmm. But I feel like the beginnings of it are good enough that I I think I'm going to start from the beginning and watch it. Also, I think Evan Peters is, like, one of my favorite actors she's ever. Fantastic actor. So I made uh, the decision. Uh, fucking
0: what's her face? Kathy Bates. No, oh, Sarah Paulson. Sarah Paulson was I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, she's an yeah. them Yeah. But um, I'm going
1: to – I think I'm just going to, like – I'm
0: just going to hop like on the, the ride. I the 80s camp one was maybe one of the only ones I liked the whole way through. But, yeah, oh, maybe they okay. should fucking – Just be like a 10-episode series situation, 10, 12 episodes. Like, just stop. Well, I also Clearly, you guys, every time, Yeah, (laughs) you, like, run out of storyline and you're like, I don't know, throw in some aliens. I don't know.
1: Well, I I believe that Ryan Murphy suffers from a similar ailment to Aaron Sorkin, where they have now produced so many successful things that they are only surrounded by yes-men. That makes sense, Which yeah. means that nobody is there telling them to edit themselves. Yeah, and everybody needs an editor. Everybody needs an outside editor. But I think Ryan Murphy has sort of he he only wants to hear yes.
0: Yeah, so. but I mean, it's been that way since the beginning. So I yeah, I mean he'd done a bunch before that too. But uh, yeah, Nip Tuck ended the, the same way. I felt the like.
1: same fucking way exactly.
0: Um, but I'll made it many se- se- seasons were before yeah. it got before jump jumped the shark, if you will.
1: Yeah. Okay, so, Gabrielle Sidibe. And she's, like, super extra and super fun. She's that friend, okay? okay? And she comes in like a wrecking ball and is just like, I got some tea and I'm trying to spill it. And I'm like, <laughs> I am trying to hear it! I love tea! I don't care whose it is. And she comments on, like, how hot it is in there. And uh, Janelle is like, I'm trying to make it Bikram. And I'm like, ooh, that's, like, Very hot. You made your hotel room 104 degrees. And they're just having like a nice conversation. Uh, Gabby kind of unceremoniously is like goodbye to the yoga instructor. And uh, Janelle is just kind of talking about Kennedy. And like they're clearly catching up. Um, She talks about very common mom things where she's like, I just feel like I'm not doing enough. She's like, when I'm home, I feel like I'm not mom enough. When I'm away, I feel like I'm not working enough. Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And Gabby is, uh, the friend vibes of uh, Gabby and Mm -hmm. Janelle was just so beautiful to watch, like Mm -hmm. very Bechdelian in a way that was um, really refreshing. Um, And she just like tells her that she's a queen and tells her to be nicer to herself, please.
0: I thought you were going to be like very Kim and Ketrian.
1: Oh, (laughs) well, yes, that too. (laughs)
0: but that's no you. I guess
1: not so sorry well, but we are very Bechdelian that's yeah. what I was saying you and I pass the test every day
0: yeah um but now we're our own oh, we're fucking we're, Kim Kim yeah, we're Kim and Ketian yeah we're Kim and Ketian um this is a total side note but yeah uh, uh, so sorry we'll let you tell this story I promise um <laughs> <if> I, I, <laughs> no I I need breaks it's fine um, so I started watching that show remember Tech Sync, uh firefly lane or whatever on netflix and Kristen was like so i watched behind her eyes which if anyone hasn't seen that yet is good and i
1: somebody else told me to 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 watch that and i wrote it down
0: uh i talked about it in the sammy's group um Ah, but yeah it turns out i read the book like as it went on i was like i've definitely read this book (laughs) um very very good firefly lane not in the same realm of like horror-y things but uh it has like a female friendship that I kept flip-flopping back and forth how I felt about it. Oh, really? But there's, I just watched, like, a scene where um, one of them gets pregnant, uh, and then the other one is just, like, involved. Like, it's, like, <laughs> the husband and then the best friend at all of, like, the the ultrasounds, like, mm-hmm. in the delivery, like, just all the right. things. Like, And her husband right. is, like... Why is your friend <laughs> part of this pregnancy? Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh my goodness, that is one hundred percent going to be Katrin with me. Like it was, well, yeah, so spot on. I was like, Oh
1: my god, yeah. I don't, I don't really. I'm sorry, I don't really get the joke. I so like, the, it was I a know. total
0: normal pregnancy yeah. and relationship, completely normal. Right? And I, I, that's why I, I laughed. It was like so true to life. Yeah, at, like at just a really my life. Yeah, just a real slice of life. Okay, mm-hmm. cool, cool. <laughs> I don't
1: know why she was laughing. <laughs> anyway, so Gabby is like, be nice to yourself. And uh, she start, then Gabby starts to gossip about some woman named Camille. And Janelle stops her and is like, I, I can't. I don't have time for the tea right now. And I was like, no! I wanted the tea I wanted to know the gossip about Camille and that's when I realized I have a problem because Mm -hmm. I was like I've never seen Camille I don't know these women I have no context for their relationship or their relationship to anyone else and I wanted the gossip so bad this fictional has nothing to do with the story gossip I wanted it so bad so I'll unpack that
0: yeah yeah maybe maybe unpack it where do we where do we how does I don't where do we go with that I don't know I'm not sure I'm not sure do some journaling
1: yeah, but the, fir- the first step is admitting you have a problem. Yeah, awareness.
0: So,
1: yeah. All right, so she, uh, Janelle gets Gabby to leave, and Gabby kisses her on the cheek, and is like, be kind to my friend, okay? Oh, It's really sweet. And uh, Janelle shuts the door, and then we get another knock on the door, and she's like, what? And she opens the door, and it's this guy holding a bouquet of flowers. Mm-hmm. And he's very creepy. Um, and she's just like, who are these from? And he just like hands them to her and walks away. So she looks at the card and it's not signed, but it says, look forward to your homecoming. Question three,
0: what do you do and what does she do? Um, I think that she's going to, Go on with her day. She's got shit to do. She got, she's a very busy lady. Uh, um, I got flowers. I mm-hmm. like flowers. They were very pretty. I love flowers. Very
1: yellowy, springtimey, kind of refreshing little bouquet. I'm gonna...
0: <laughs> this feels <laughs> like it's, I think it should be not right, but... Uh, I feel scared that this is wrong, but I'm like, I don't know. I want to, like, put them in some water and go on with my day. Okay.
1: <laughs> point for her. Okay. She also goes on with her day. No point for you. Okay. Let's find out why, shall we? Oh, no. It may be a little while before we find out, but okay. we'll find out. Great. So she goes on with her day. She goes down to the lobby, and she goes to the concierge, and she's, like, standing in line to talk to the concierge, and she gets a tap on her shoulder, and it startles her, and it's her friend Sarah, and it turns out her friend Sarah is, like, also doing a panel uh, about the exorcism of the unconscious past, and they are sort of, like, having an intellectual nerdy talk about their relative panel discussions. Okay. And Janelle is like, sort of like, ah, when she, when Sarah like says what she's talking about. And then Janelle says, my grandmother used to say our ancestors haunt our dreams to see themselves forward. Wow. Yeah. And then they kind of say a quote back and forth to each other and Sarah leaves. Um, And we also get the sense that Sarah is the third. So it's, Veronica, Janelle, Gabby, uh, and Sarah. Um, and it's uh worth pointing out that uh Sarah is white. She's a blonde white lady. Mm-hmm. Janelle now makes it up to the concierge and goes to speak, and the phone rings right at that second, and the concierge just holds her finger up to Janelle and picks up the phone. She then puts the phone back down and it's like What can I help you with? Now, for those of you not watching the video, there's a bit of a stink face from the concierge. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And Janelle clocks it. Right. And says, uh, I'd like you to make a reservation for three at Stefano's. And uh, she's like, I'm in the Jefferson suite. And the woman at the concierge, the concierge just kind of
0: "Mm -hmm," gives Mm -hmm. her
1: like a con of Just a stink face. Yes, it was stinky. It was a stinky, stinky face. And so Janelle just looks back at her and then just says, God bless,
0: and Mm. leaves. So Mm.
1: now we cut to the hallway of the hotel, and all we see is two sets of legs from the knee down, okay? One set of legs is uh, a cleaning person. Clearly, with the cart next to them. The other set of legs is a, is a woman in pumps. And she, the woman in pumps is standing there. And she's like, oh, Puddin', I left my key in the room. Do you mind? Oh, no. So we now cut to those same pumped legs sitting on the toilet. Uh, they get up and we see that she has black gloves on and then we see her walk over to uh, a clutch on the sink on the counter and she opens it and pulls out a lipstick. We then see her put the lipstick on Mm -hmm. and we recognize the lips as Jenna Maloney's lips. Mm -hmm. We then also see that she's wearing a pin on her lapel that looks very similar To the brand from Janelle's dream. Holy fucking shit. Okay. So now we cut to her just like being disrespectful to the hotel room. She like leaves hair on the bed. Uh, She just kind of like throws papers on the ground, just sort of like very casually. We see her pick up Janelle's itinerary and then throw it on the ground. And then she looks at the drawing that Kennedy drew Mm -hmm. that's hanging on the wall and just kind of touches it and then leaves and flips the sign around so that it says, do not disturb. Cut to Janelle's panel. And she's talking to a room of women. And this is what Janelle says. Black women are expected to be seen, not heard. Mm -hmm. Or we risk being seen as threatening to the patriarchy. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Or God forbid we continue to get branded as the angry black woman. Mm -hmm. And we hear the room sort of erupt in a knowing yes. Coping has been the mode of survival for generations of oppressed people. What I also learned through those experiences is that within our authenticity lies our real power. And that's even in those environments which by design... Demand our complete and total assimilation. To the patriarchy, we've been practically invisible, but their arrogance is their greatest vulnerability and our greatest opportunity. And everyone claps. She then says, and it brings me to a quote by Asada Shakur The only thing that we have to lose are our chains. Mm-hmm. Liberation over assimilation. Mm-hmm. They're stuck in the past. We are the future. Our time is now. Yes. Standing ovation. And then the, what's the person that like runs the panel? What's the word I'm looking for? The moderator. Moderator. Mm -hmm. Comes out on stage and is like, so you can pick up Veronica Henley's book here. And just so you know, 20% of all profits go to historically black colleges and universities. And everyone cheers. So now we cut to... After the panel, and there's a woman who we learn is Camille, the one that we didn't get the tea about. Okay. And she's sort of, like, um, uh, cornering Janelle, being like, "I let, let me talk to you about this. So Gabby comes up and is like, hi, oh, my God, I loved your talk. Oh, my God, can I borrow you for a second? And, like, kind of pulls Janelle away. And yeah. is like, you're welcome. <laughs> um, and they're making plans for dinner. And Gabby is like, I want to get cray after dinner (laughs) and Janelle is like okay like but I'm I have a date with my king-size bed like I'm not going out sure you and Sarah can cut it up after dinner Uh, and Gabby is like okay Sarah and I will go without you And then she's like, but no mom jeans. All eyes are to be on our table tonight because I am trying to fuck tonight.
0: (laughs) Ah, yes, queen.
1: I was like, I love it. Yes, queen. So now we cut to the elevators. And uh, Janelle gets into the elevator to go back up to her room. And a little girl gets in. And she looks like the little girl from her dream. And she's in a similar dress. Uh So the little girl gets into the elevator with Janelle. And Janelle just like very nicely, you know, says something about her dress. I don't remember. Just pretty dress or something like that. And the little girl goes, shh, you'll get in trouble for talking. They then get to the f- floor that they're both getting out on, and the little girl backs out of the elevator like a true creepy crap bag. <laughs> and she is dragging a doll with a rope around it. No. Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: So question four, what do you do and what does Janelle do? Um,
0: this is my floor. It Yeah, it appears to be both of your floors. Well, I don't like this.
1: Nobody wants a creepy crap bag and nobody wants a creepy crap bag in an elevator. That's one of the last places you want to encounter a creepy crap bag.
0: But creepy crap bag, like exited the elevator right exited
1: yes have i exited no you're still standing there going why did (laughs) i just creeped why did i just get creeped and crapped
0: (laughs) and there's what is happening so much creepy crap on me yeah (laughs) Um, i'm covered in creepy crap (laughs) i think that i'm gonna not get off here i'm gonna hit the old but ding some other <laughs> somewhere else uh go to Gabby's room ooh and i don't know if she, if she's if Gabby's my you then i'm going to go to your room and be like i i've got creepy crap all over me and i i don't know i need to discuss it <laughs> what's happening let's discuss also i got these crap. flowers from no one like i don't know yeah it's weird shit's weird something's making me... My spidey senses are going off. Yeah. What does she do? Um. What does she do? She's a... I mean, so far, she's just continued to just keep going on with her day and time. I feel like there's going to be a moment where she no longer does that, but I don't mm-hmm. know when the moment's going to be. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm going to say... She keeps she keeps going like normal. She she walks out and heads towards her room. Correct. Yay! I loved what you said. Please uh,
1: go talk to me uh, or anybody and clean this creepy crap off. Cause yeah. shit is weird. <laughs> if it was just the flowers, okay, but now we have anonymous flowers and a creepy crap bad kid. This is emergency times. <laughs> So what Janelle does is she waits for the little girl to like go around the corner and then she steps out of the elevator Mm -hmm. and goes to her room. But then she's at her door and turns around and the little girl is just standing in the hallway like the fucking Shining Twins being a fucking creepy (laughs) crook. So Janelle is just
0: like, goodbye and closes the door. If I owned a, a bed and breakfast in my life, and then I had children, yeah, I would just have them stand in the hallways all the time. Is there anything more creepy than just children standing and staring in a hallway?
1: Oh, absolutely not. I mean, perhaps like like a, 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 a an unridered tricycle. Well, just yes,
0: going down the hallway. Fair as we've discussed, that's the yeah. scariest and least scariest three wheeled. Yep. <laughs> Vehicle, vehicle
1: of all vehicles.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Truly the nerdiest joke we've ever made. And, and, <laughs> I, and, and we've I'm made some nerdy sure jokes. I'm sure that that's true. Really? Okay, well, now we're going to take a poll. We'll have a competition. What is our
0: nerdiest joke? Okay. That was our so, most intelligent joke. Like, we're just so smart that we know Schrodinger's cat to begin with. with yeah. You know what? You're right. I stand corrected. You know it was what? our. It was. It was both our nerdiest <laughs> and unnerdiest joke at the same time.
1: It was the Schrodinger's <laughs> joke. <laughs> <Yes>. High five. <laughs> China holds out. Oh, t- oh tits uh, up. Uh,
0: mm. <laughs>
1: This was a tough one. I should have put some fucking gin into my soda yeah, water. Yeah, I don't know how you are not. I don't either. G and T um, ended up. I think it's because I went to the doctor and she was feeling my liver. And I always like the doctor to, like, commentate what they're doing because I find it so interesting. And so she goes, oh, I'm feeling for the edge of your liver so that I can know whether or not you were lying about how many drinks you have at night. <laughs> oh, d- 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 damn. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <"Well, laughs> Your doctor and all I, all I could think to say was, was I lying? And she goes, it doesn't appear so. Ah. Your doctor
0: just schooled you.
1: Yeah. And it was really scary because I did lie.
0: I was going to say, I was like, what would you say?
1: I said, I mean, it was like a half, like, I said, I think I said something like, it averages out to one drink a night.
0: Uh, because
1: see. there are nights that I don't have any, but right. then there are nights where I have four. Right. <laughs> so,
0: yeah, you know, I always found that question hard to answer back in the day. Yeah. I'm like, um, yeah, sometimes I have 10, sometimes I have zero. I don't know what, what, what that equates works to. out to. Yeah. So yeah, that was, uh, why? We, okay. So
1: probably why I didn't put gin in my water. Cause I have her voice in my head now. Um, so now we cut to the lobby and Janelle looks fire. She is in this, mm. like, bodycon, chartreuse dress. Nice. And Gabby is there. And she's like, I said step it up, not murder these hoes. Ah. <laughs> um. And so now we cut to the Uber. And Sarah and Gabby and Janelle are all in the Uber. And uh, Sarah and Gabby are talking about, you know, to fuck boy or not too fuck boy? <laughs> that is the question. <laughs>
0: <laughs> sure. you know you know that you I can hear the conversation it, i know it well
1: yeah. and janelle is texting with her hubby and uh and ken ken and like they're fake grossed out you know how you are whenever i talk about you know whenever i'm being mushy with eric
0: sure.
1: um and she just is like leaning into it where she's sort of like Uh, listen, he's not perfect, okay? And they all kind of lean in, and she's like, but he is perfect for me. And Gabby's like, Mm. no! She's like, I thought there was tea coming! (laughs) (laughs) She's, I really like her. Um, And so we see that she texts him, thank you so much for the flowers. (gasps) Right. Of course. And he says, I didn't send you any flowers. Question five, what
0: do you do and what does Janelle do? Uh, I think that I'm going to be like, well, someone sent me flowers, da-da-da-da-da, and then investigate, don't I have an assistant, right? Be like, I'm hey, sure call yeah. flower company, cause she talked about it, I think, um, mm-hmm. call the flower company and be like, who are these flowers from? Okay. What does she do? Um... I think she's gonna just be like, oh, weird, and go on with the night. Oh, man. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, we now
1: have, well, I guess it's still just two creepies, because it's like anonymous flowers. it makes sense that the
0: first flowers, she was just like, oh, they're from my husband. And Mm -hmm. I look forward to your homecoming totally S- still like a I'd be like what a weirdo didn't you sign it and say like I love you like you know what a weird yeah. way to say can't wait till you get home babe like you yeah. know what I mean like yeah but I wouldn't yeah. be like a stranger sent me these you know yeah. like
1: yeah yeah also in addition like she's clearly a public figure so there is a scenario where someone other than her husband might have sent her right. flowers um but yeah as soon as I found out is creepy crap bag in the elevator? Then my husband didn't send me flowers. I'm suspicious. No. Mm-hmm. So they get out of the Uber and a horse and buggy nah. goes by, and they're like, "Who? Okay." And they just kind of all are like, uh. Um And so they go yeah. into the. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. So they go into the restaurant, and the hostess uh, seats them, but seats them at the shittiest table in the restaurant mm-hmm. up against the kitchen there are dirty dishes directly behind one of the chairs Oops. and it's like smashed up against the wall and there are a ton of tables available right and so gabby is like yeah no we're not sitting here and sarah comes in and is like what my friend i think what my friend is trying to say and gabby's i got this mm-hmm. and she's like we're not going to sit here and I'm not going to bother telling you why this is completely unacceptable. (laughs) Becky, I'm just going to go sit somewhere else. (laughs) And the hostess is kind of like, and Gabby just goes, thank you so much, Rebecca. You're doing great. And they just go sit at a fucking table. (laughs) Oh, shit. And and, um, Janelle and Sarah... Gabby does this a lot, and they're just along for the ride. They're just kind of smiling knowingly to each other. Uh, So they sit down, and they order a super expensive bottle of champagne. Janelle orders it. So now we cut to time has passed, and uh, Gabby is telling Sarah that she has a date with this guy Justin that she's been trying to fuck forever. And uh, she wants Sarah to come along, and she's like, "There's a guy there for you." And she's like, "Bitch, you haven't met the friend. I know that you're just trying to pawn me off so you can hang out with this kid, Justin. Fuck you, right? Of course." And so then Gabby is like an awesome friend, and she's like, "Okay, I feel fully cock blocked, but I'll hang out with Justin later, and it'll just be you and me tonight," which I thought was really sweet. And Janelle then is like, "Okay, stop, don't look," but the guy over at the bar is like totally checking you out says to gabby and at that point uh, the waiter brings over a crayon and soda and the dude now starts walking over and he's like i've been looking at you all night to gabby and gabby is just like can i stop you right there she's like let me school you a little bit on your game um You should have sent a champagne. It's really easy to see that we are drinking champagne and a very expensive bottle at that. So for you to send me, what is this, a vodka crayon? I'm not that basic. Ah. And she's like, what you needed to do was send over the same champagne or better that we're drinking and then make eye contact with me so that we can eye fuck. I want to eye fuck you first. (laughs) Uh, yes, and she's like, But you're cute, so I'll give you my card, and like hands her, hands him her card, and then she's like, This can happen, okay? Goodbye.
0: <laughs> oh my god,
1: I was like, Can I just what go to the church of queen, Gabby Sidibay's character?
0: Thank you, yes.
1: Um, so the girls are just like you're too much and then they cheers to being cute and classy and fine as fuck and uh Janelle is kind of like okay like I'm you know I'm gonna go she's like I'm really looking forward to catching up like on how your guys's night goes in the group text uh and then she's like I'm gonna head back to the hotel and she's like god the hotel has been so off like they all have, like, this shitty attitude towards me, and then they didn't even clean my room? Like, it's really weird. And Sarah goes, really? I feel like the service has been impeccable.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: Gabby and Janelle just kind of look at each other. Yeah. So now we cut to them outside the restaurant, picking up an Uber. And Janelle is like, I can't find my fucking lipstick. She's, like, looking through her clutch. Gabby and Sarah are just like, blah, blah, blah. I love you. Goodbye. Goodbye. So they get into an Uber and Janelle gets into uh, the other, her Uber. Mm-hmm. The music in her Uber is so bad and so loud. So, so, so loud. And uh, we see Gabby and Sarah in their Uber and they're just like being rowdy and drunk and like fucking harassing mm-hmm. the Uber driver and just whatever. And we're back in Uh, Janelle's Uber and she gets a phone call and the phone call is this is your Uber
0: (sighs) oh no I'm outside of the restaurant what car am I in fuck 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 question six
1: what do you do I don't know what does she do (laughs) Uh, I mean and this is real like that would fucking I would
0: uh, yeah, yeah OK, I'm going to be like, oh, actually, I forgot something. Our son. I need to get um, I need to stop. I'll just go back. OK. Um, and what do you do? I think she's going to try to do the same, like try to like get out of the Uber, basically, um, in some way, shape or form, either get the Uber to like go back or to just like stop so she can get out.
1: Zero points. okay. She gets the call and says, oh, no, there's a mistake. I'm already in my Uber. And then she's like, what? No, no. Can you please turn the music down? Oh, right. I
0: forgot about the music.
1: And she can't. She's like, I'm already in the Uber. Thank you. Goodbye. And hangs up. Asks again to turn down the music. Nobody is answering. We then see... The driver take off their glasses, look into the rearview mirror, and it's Jenna Maloney. And she says, "Turns out this color does look nice on me." Right at that moment, Jasper grabs Janelle from behind. What? Behind where? He was hiding in like the trunk part. It's like a it's like a big SUV. Oh, okay. So. He pops up and like puts a rag over her face and she's like screaming, like screaming for help. And we see the other, the other girls Uber, like pull up alongside of them. But the music is so loud in her Uber and the windows are super tinted. And we just see Gabby and Sarah like partying in their Uber. And then the Uber just splits off. Janelle keeps screaming and kicking and then Jasper smashes her head into the window We then see her phone with blood on it, and it just says, "Bay calling. Mm -hmm. So now we cut back to waking up, hearing a phone ring in the cabin, okay? Mm -hmm. Remember when we cut back, she was woken up by phone, okay? To a phone ringing. She's back in the cabin. She's in bed. She pretends to be asleep. The general gets up, goes outside, and pulls a cell phone out of his horse's saddle. What? The fuck?
0: is happening.
1: (laughs) Yeah. What? Okay. Now, to our listeners out there, just so we're clear, cell phones had not been invented yet
0: during the, the civil, civil war, war. Yeah, yeah yeah
1: they didn't have cell phones I didn't okay think so. so janelle sits up to listen right like up against the wall and we hear general denton saying what do you want it's 3 a.m no now look the ballot box will go our way the court will follow one way or another it's under control is there anything else Oh, really? If I see her pathetic husband on the news one more time parading around that little girl. And then he says, mouthy darkies are a plague. I'll take care of it.
0: Oh, my fucking God. Hangs up the
1: phone. Puts the phone back in the horse. Not in the horse. In the horse's saddle. Mm -hmm. Bag. I wouldn't put it past him. He's a fucking monster. I wouldn't either. Um... And Janelle then quickly, like, gets back into bed, rolls over and pretends to be asleep. General Denton, like, calls her name. She doesn't answer. And so he just sits in a chair and lights a cigar. And we hear him say, they will never take you away from me. Now we cut to the next day. Janelle greasing the hinges and walking across the boards. Okay. Uh-huh. And they're real creaky. So she's trying to find the boards that don't creak. Right. But What's walks... happening?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where and when oh, are we? Uh... <laughs> Where and are we? Where and when are we? Are we? <laughs> so
1: all of the boards are real creaky. She can't find a path. So she goes over to the bed, grabs her quilt, and just balls it up and screams into oh, it. Oh, man. Outside. The shed is on fire again. Now we cut to the fields and Jasper is like, what the fuck did I say? I told her yesterday she got one pass. Now she's coming down the field whenever she goddamn pleases. Well, she learned her lesson today. Jasper tells Eden to go get her. Cut to Eden running to Julia's cabin. And Julia's hanging from the rafters. Oh my God. On her ankle is a butterfly tattoo. What? Yeah. Also, little known fact: uh, <laughs> where are we? Where are we? Didn't have super modern <laughs> butterfly tattoos during the Civil War either.
0: Janelle, yeah, there's tries- a real specific time period for. For that old that that little ankle tattoo, that butterfly ankle tattoo, specific time period for that. Yeah,
1: Yeah. it's it's a Uh. it is a marker of a very (laughs) specific time, and it Uh, was and it's not the Civil War. Yes, (laughs) jinx. Um, So Janelle is trying to get Julia's body down. Cut to Janelle in the cotton field, like comatose but standing okay at this point there's a rumbling like sound like war sounds Mm -hmm. all of the enslaved people look up and a jet flies over Mm -hmm. and Jasper says back to work she just quietly says to Eli under her breath while still just staring straight forward Tonight. We go tonight. Okay. She leaves the field and Eli starts whistling and the rest of the enslaved people sort of follow his whistle and start singing a tune. Right. Cut to sunset again. Eden is sitting by that same wall, rubbing the same spot, and we see that it's a stick figure.
0: Just to be clear. Yes. Airplanes were also not... A thing, thing during the Civil thank you. War, just thank right, you. like, mm-hmm. correct, okay. just yes. being fair. Yeah,
1: so, so to okay. recap, the Civil War did not have cell phones, planes, or butterfly ankle tattoos. Okay, just okay,
0: okay, just wanted yeah. to make sure that my brain thank you for was, clarifying. My brain was, my brain was, your brain was, yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
1: So we see that what Eden is rubbing on the wall is like a little stick figure that she carved Mm. or that was that is carved into the wall. She gets up and she just kind of like with a with a certain amount of resolve walks over to this teeny tiny little mirror and puts some stuff in her hair to like sort of tamp down the flyaways. Looks like that's probably what she was also putting on the hinges. Mm hmm. And she's kind of psyching herself up as she looks out the window. And someone is raising the Confederate flag. Cut to nighttime. The general is asleep next to her again. Question seven. What do you do? And what does she do?
0: Uh, I am, I think, hand in hand. we're going to get out of bed. Only walk on the nine creaky boards. And open our non-creaky door and get the fuck out of there. I don't know where and we're going because I don't know where and we are. But I'll start there. That is two half
1: points. That is exactly what she does. But there's one other thing she does that's important. So here's what we see. We see Janelle sit up in bed Michael Myers style. I mean...
0: The ab work. I was just going to say, I was like, the abs.
1: Yeah. And so we the see the yoga her sit classes up, did her good. Right. The yoga classes also did something else because we see she kind of like puts her arms. So she sits up and then like puts her arm, her hands down on the ground in front of the foot of the bed. Right. So she's kind of like over it. Mm hmm. And we see her look to the side and we see that what was carved in the wall is a replica of Kennedy's picture.
0: picture.
1: This point, here's where some yoga comes in because she flips herself into a handstand and over into a bridge silently. She then gets up and only steps on the boards that make no sound. Goes to the door. Hinges are greased. So no sound from the door. Now she's standing on the porch. His horse is there. Uh, and she kind of goes around to the back and she's like quietly trying to call for someone. But like, how, how do you? It's pitch black. Yeah, and yeah. also she, it's dark. So it, she's kind of <laughs> freaking out a little bit because pitch she's black like and dark yeah, totally. and pitch black and dark. Totally, totally. Um,
0: mm-hmm
1: and she's kind of like trying, like, I'm here. Yeah. Like trying to whisper, scream, nobody's coming. And so she kind of like starts to freak out. We're just like, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no. Then we hear a whistle. Eli comes out of the darkness mm-hmm. and the night and the pit black. <laughs> yes. And I, he appears to have like a little axe. Okay. And they hug. Janelle, this is why you got two half points. Then goes and gets the phone from the horse's saddle. The phone.
0: The phone. I don't even understand the phone. So you don't. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even. I don't, even, even, know. M- I don't yeah. even know what words I just said. <laughs> no, if they were it, words or words and halves, because I don't know where and we are.
1: They were. They were half words. You got. You got half words out. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I think I cut in between a word with other words. You did. You transposed some. Um, I'm excited to listen back and sort of map out that sentence.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, oh, uh, oh, I already said that. Okay. So she gets the phone. It's locked, obviously. At this point. Oh, it is is an it iPhone. obviously? I don't it's know. A, I, yeah. I don't know what we're say, dealing with here. Yeah. It's not like a flip phone. It's okay. a straight up iPhone. Okay. I guess we should say. It's no iPhones in the Civil War, right? Okay, okay. Eli and Janelle now hear two drunk soldiers coming back, and so they run around the side of the building to the cornfield, but they drop the phone. So they hide, sort of like the 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 cabin, like butts up against a cornfield, okay,
0: mm-hmm.
1: or cotton field, a field. I don't fucking know, and the drunk soldiers pick up the phone, but like they're wasted and like kind of try to hand it off to the other person. They're like, no, like I know the rules, no cell phones. And so they're kind of like just holding it, but like drunk and holding on to each other. And then they hear something in the field. So they both kind of go into the field, like a few feet in and they're just kind of like standing very still Trying to listen for whatever it was that they heard, and uh, Daniel, who was Julia's fucked hard, mm-hmm. uh, is standing there listening. And then the other one scares yeah. him, and Daniel's like, mm-hmm. and he's like, he's like, come on, just come in. Like no one is out here this late. And then Daniel says, "Look at the moon, beautiful." I was like, you don't get to look at the moon, Mm -mm, asshole. The moon is for non-assholes. Yeah, She doesn't want to be looked at by you. You don't deserve the moon. Then other fucking dude says, yeah, well, enjoy snowflake. Mm -hmm. Where have we heard that Mm -hmm. word before? Certainly not in Civil War time. Unless they were talking about actual snowflakes. So he walks off. Daniel's still standing in the field drunk and decides to take a piss. Question eight, what do you do and what do they do?
0: Who has the cell phone? Daniel. Uh, if I, uh, uh-huh. I don't know what's happening. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't know how much I do or do not need that cell phone. Mm-hmm. Based on how much I don't know where or when I am. Okay. Uh, so that's where my struggle is.
1: I feel, hear, and see your struggle, and I am with you. This movie is The Struggle Bus.
0: If I needed it, I am going to say that in my world i don't need that cell phone okay. and I, I there who there are many other things that exist in the when and where that i am okay S- that might not make sense so i'll use one of those things that like it's a magical world i bet it's I a magical c- world okay I don't know what else. There's planes. There's cell phones. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. There could be anything here. So you're going to... to okay. Got it. Okay. And uh, what do they do? They... I just can't decide if they really need it or not, but I'm going to say... Uh, mm, I, think, I think they stay, stay quiet. I I think hand in hand, we both just stay quiet. Zero point.
1: Arr. Yeah. I love that little roar. <laughs> it's adorable. <laughs> it's like an adorable little lion cub that's learning how to roar. <laughs> and instead of intimidating anyone, they just go, oh. And the lion's like, <laughs> no, I'm ferocious. Wow. That's what she sounded like. Okay. Eli comes up behind Daniel and hits him in the head
0: with the axe. I forgot I had a fucking axe God fucking damn it I guess I really needed that cell phone Okay. Janelle grabs the phone
1: Eli then says to Janelle if I don't make it the world has to know about this place Janelle then says I know their service at the cabin because she heard
0: "Mm -hmm." the phone ring right Mm
1: -hmm. yeah and him talking on it for an extended period of yeah. time. So they go back to the cabin. Now the phone is locked. So all they can do is dial 911. The operator picks up and Janelle Eden says, My name is Veronica Henley. So many of us are here. And the operator says, I'm sorry, I can't hear you, ma'am. Ma'am? Ma'am? Call drops phone locks oh my god question nine what do you do and what do they do (laughs) that is like a newborn lion like her first roar was like kind of like a toddler lion that's like starting to feel himself this was one straight out of the womb eyes haven't even opened yet and it's just kind of making
0: like little squeaking noises. <laughs> this movie's turning me into a baby lion. It, it is turning you into a baby lion. Uh, okay, I'm starting to understand some things. Okay. Okay. I'm starting to understand some things. Okay. I, I haven't to
1: understand.
0: Yes. And you do. I have, have an ax, yes. a phone.
1: hmm
0: <laughs> A locked uh, phone. A locked phone. hmm Do they go Because, <sighs> okay, so I was gonna say they try to unlock the phone to okay. uh um but I'm like if the service doesn't work okay i still i'm still gonna go with they try to use his finger or face i don't know when again we are (laughs) okay to unlock the phone and that's them that's them okay (laughs) (laughs) this is
1: i'm starting to understand what this is and i (laughs) yeah I'm very upset by it. Yeah. Kim's uh, like I turn into a full-grown lion rah! and I eat everybody.
0: <laughs> I am. I have an axe. Mm-hmm. I have a phone. Mm-hmm. I'm out of the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, they definitely kill people. Mm-hmm. I. I think. I think. I think same. I think we have to open the phone. The phone is our access out of this this fucking whatever the fuck fuck nightmare we're in. Yes. Thank you. Rawr, so.
1: Thank you. Oh, <laughs> baby. I want to snuggle you. Um so the phone locks up again. Uh they're, you know, like right outside the the cabin. Right. So what I would say is like it's bad service. So it's like, sometimes you can hear people. Sometimes you can't like, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, but Janelle says we need his face to unlock the phone so we can send our location. Mm -hmm. So they both head back into the cabin, Eli with his little ax. As they slowly walk in, General mm. is right behind the door and he chops Eli's leg or whatever. So now the three of them are fighting okay. with the general uh, and fighting back and forth. Who has the axe? All kinds of things. Eli is axed in the chest. Uh. Janelle then jumps onto the general's back and is like trying to hit him while she's piggybacking him. He slams her. No, she slams his head into the mantle. So like now he's like kind of dazed, Mm -hmm. but he manages to kind of like smash her up against the wall.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, She, but he, again, he's, he's kind of, so she grabs the kettle off of the whatever Mm -hmm. and hits him as hard as she can across the head. So now he's like super, super dazed Question 10. What do you do? What does she do? Uh, I'm going
0: to fucking stab forever. Stab forever. Okay. Um. Stab forever. Open the phone. Mm-hmm. Do all the things. Mm-hmm. Get the fuck out of here. He's super dazed. Mm. <laughs> it's just a question of does she hand in hand with me or not i th- i think we're going to fucking hand in hand it two points uh <laughs> she, she,
1: the end result is the same okay but it happens in a different order so but the end result is the same she hits him in the head runs out of the cabin grabs the axe before she goes mm-hmm. okay he then goes to run after her, but she was hiding behind the side of the oh. door. So when he comes out, she axes him in the fucking torso. <laughs> <laughs> ha ha, bitch. He then falls off the porch and to the ground, and she gets on top of him and is like, open your eyes, motherfucker. And because I, I don't have a face locky phone, but I guess your eyes have to be open. So uh she like is hitting him hitting him and like just holding the phone over his face and yeah. <gasps> it unlocks ah, yay. and she's like oh, 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 so, oh, so just she's so like oh my god uh-huh. and so she calls bay hey bay 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 he like he's just like oh my god we've been looking for you and she's like call the police and he's like don't, don't 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 do, don't go she hangs up and she texts a pin she drops, drops a pin, takes a pin, a pin, pin, a pin, a pin. So and smart. she's watching it.
0: Ugh. Send, go, send, go, go, send send,
1: send, 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 send. It goes. It's sent. And she's like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. So now she goes back in the cabin for Eli. He's, he's gone. And she stands over him and cries and kind of, like, holds the cross of his wife in her fingers and just says, I'm sorry, professor. Uh So, and then closes his eyes. Now, she grabs the Yankee coat and goes outside again and puts the phone back into the horse's pocket. Question 11, what do you now do and what does she now do?
0: Uh, she grabs the Yankee coat a -hmm. puts it on she puts it on she puts on the yankee coat a Mm oh my god i think we'll maybe okay well uh no that's not a good idea Uh, (laughs) i was gonna say get on the horse right away but also i dropped my pin here Mm -hmm. also i don't know if that's a good idea Oh god <laughs> Okay. Here's There's idea. an immediate issue. Um
1: so is that guy dead? For all intents and purposes, yes.
0: Okay. So I'm gonna But there's a body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm thinking about that. Mm -hmm. I think maybe bring him to the burn fucking shed. And that's you or her. Hand in hand. Mm. Yes. So she
1: basically is trying to cover her tracks. Um, Because we don't actually know where we are. (laughs) Like... Mm -hmm. In terms of how big is this place? So she grabs the Confederate flag from the pole, Mm -hmm. rolls him onto the flag so that she can use the flag to drag him because he's fucking heavy. She drags him into the burn shed, puts him in there, and then we hear, This doesn't end here. We are nowhere and everywhere. She then goes out of the shed, grabs, like, a torch that's, like, next to the shed. Mm-hmm. Jasper's ah. there. So Jasper has caught you
0: no. outside
1: of the shed. What do you do
0: and what does she do? So I'm outside of the shed. At this moment, yeah. And the body is inside. Yes. So I'm just... We can assume you're grabbing the torch to light the shed. Oh, it's not on. I thought it was a constant burn. So I thought Mm -hmm. he just like went. No, it's actually,
1: it's like a little, it's like a little um, brick hut. But underneath you can light, there's holes at the bottom so that you could stick a torch in and light a pyre basically underneath of the shed.
0: Okay interesting but I'm holding the okay and Jasper is like what's up Jasper and another tard. yeah I mean I want to light them on fire oh do you okay that's what I'm gonna I do I do as well what a dink. that's what I'm gonna do I mean I have this torch in my hand mm-hmm. and they're in front of my hand
1: They are in front of your hand. I'm going to put them in it. And even in Civil War times, humans were flammable. Just so we're clear.
0: Okay. (laughs) Uh, Sorry, was that? Okay. And she... I can't think of more things, so we'll we'll do it hand in hand. Two
1: half points. Mm. Again, that's the final result but we've got to do a little finessing. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. And this is where the movie gets fun. So any questions that you're asked from this point forward, you just go hog wild, my love. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you just end of promising young woman just fucking <laughs> do just what call you will. Yeah. So Jasper's right there. She's holding the torch. And she immediately goes. Oh, thank God! The general—he's hurt. He's hurt. He's in the shed. So she leads them to the shed, but drops back. They then see the general in the fucking shed. shed. So they go in. Ah, General, general, and she shuts the door, locks it up. Oh, and now they're going, goodness, screaming at her, and they're like, Eden, you open the shed. Eden, and she's just lighting it, and then all of a sudden they're going, Okay, Veronica, we just open the shed, Veronica. <sighs> Fuck
0: you, you fucking spineless monster pieces of shit. Burning fucking hell, you racist yeah. pieces of shit. Yeah.
1: So she doesn't, and they burn to pieces. And it's just this beautiful shot of the night sky and the pyre just <clears throat> fucking hearth vibes over the head sort of <laughs> shit. And she's just holding the torch, walking slow-mo with the full moon behind her. Nice. So now she, I guess now she puts on the, puts on the jacket again. I don't know where the cha- jacket went, but she puts it on again. She gets on the horse, rides off into the woods. And she's running, running, galloping on this horse. And we hear gunshots behind her. But these were not Civil War rifles. They were going off a little too quickly. Mm, they were see. not period rifles. Right, right, right. She manages to lose one of the horse-backed pieces of shit. Because her horse jumps over a thing. And his horse spooks. Throws him and he's smashed into a tree. Hey, goodbye. So now there's just one rider left and it's Jenna Maloney. Uh oh. So now we come to a clearing, okay? I'm not, uh, suspend your disbelief. It appears that there is a barrier to the woods, okay? Because Jenna Maloney stops and is just kind of like, circling her horse around calling for janelle which suggests to me that that she knows janelle would have hit a dead end but mm-hmm, it's a little mm-hmm. unclear right, okay? okay so she's there and she's doing her big fucking racist monologue while shooting her fucking gun into the air and she's saying now i do have to tell you this racist monologue because there's information in it she's going you are not gonna get out of here alive." You accept what you are. You are nothing. You ain't nothing but a cotton picker. You think you're better than us. You ain't better than me. My father just kept insisting. Said you were spreading such filth. I told him you weren't worth the risk. But he just had to have you. Movement be damned. Every single one of you I picked. Except for you. His favorite girl. Now, of course... Like always, it's up to a woman to clean up the mess of a man. Question 13. Your Janelle. What do you do? What does
0: she do? Um, I'm on a horse. You are on a horse. Uh,
1: for whatever reason, y- you appear to not be able to go f- further do we suspend your s- disbelief
0: see each other Mm-mm. okay you're hiding oh i'm hiding okay do i have my axe Mm-hmm. but she has a gun mm-hmm. a machine gun
1: no hers is a period piece
0: piece okay
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> she she she's um she's going full method yeah
0: she keeps she keeps it One hundred for sure. Uh, Yeah. uh, Okay. I have my. But I said this already. I have my axe.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you're stalling. I hear it.
0: No, I (laughs) I don't. I'm having a tough time knowing what's happening. Yeah. And because I'm, 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 I'm and Where am I? Where, where am I?
1: That's why. That's
0: why I gave you permission to. You know. Uh, I think I'm gonna. throw my axe into the back of her head because I'm an expert back, axe thrower. Okay. I think that she's going to maybe, like, ride up behind her and, and axe her up and and then yoga her to the ground <sighs> and then axe her forever.
1: I would love to see... <laughs> What yoga her to the ground looked like for you in your head. That sounds <laughs> That's like i actually I'm gonna I'm, yeah. That sounds like a scene I'd watch. I'll tell you right now. One point for you. Okay. She you
0: yoga her to the ground. She does, does not
1: yoga her to the ground. No, but that was, um, <laughs> yeah, I, a, a missed opportunity if, in my opinion <laughs> for the film. Uh, so. Jenna hears something, and then we see just a horse walk out from behind a tree. Mm-hmm. She's like, what the fuck? And then rope around the neck. Oh, Janelle has a noose and is strangling her. Now we have a fight on the ground. Jenna's able to get a hold of, like, a knife. She's got a fucking a fucking Civil War cosplay knife. Mm-hmm. And she stabs janelle in the shoulder like kind of slowly that thing where it's like she's trying to hold her off but then she's like this is a slow Mm -hmm. stab i hate Mm -hmm. this so jenna then somebody heads headbutts somebody and somebody's on top of somebody and uh janelle is then able to like flip her over and just starts wailing on her to the point where like And the rope is still around her neck. Mm -hmm. But then she just kind of like stops and it's just like, ah, ah, like the crazy back of the truck uh, Mm -hmm. in Texas Chainsaw Chainsaw Massacre Massacre vibes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But she now, Janelle, hears something. There's more fucking soldiers coming. Question 14. What
0: do you do? And what does she do? So there's more soldiers coming. I think hand in hand, we're gonna hang her from the tree and then ride away on a horse. I'll give you two points
1: uh, basically. So she hears something. She gets back on her horse, still holding the rope, and drags her body that was behind. My second
0: choice but I was like oh but then I'm like yeah kind of wanted to get away from it completely yeah you know, and leave it there for them but, but but the the it crossed my mind
1: but the the, the the spirit of the action was there and so I gave it to you
0: thank you ma'am
1: as she's riding uh, Jenna Maloney is being delightfully strangled and dragged until bam she her head is slammed up against the cement base of a statue oh. Oh, shit. And it looks gruesome, and I loved it. Uh, Janelle turns around to see what she slammed her head into, and it's the base of a statue of Robert E. Lee. hmm hmm Now we see the sun coming up. Janelle rides off through a Confederate battle reenactment, all in slow motion, carrying the axe above mm-hmm. her, we see a sign that says no cell phones beyond this point, slow mo in her Yankee jacket. Uh, and we see that, like, there's a Civil War reenactment happening, but then the Confederate soldiers stop, like, at that point, basically, and are just as if they're like, we can't go any further. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And she makes it to the main road, and it's just normal. Today, people walking around, wondering why this bloodied woman in a Yankee coat is riding around with an axe. But here come the police and the sweet, sweet sound of sirens. And we see that what she came out of was a camp called Antebellum, Louisiana's premier Civil War reenactment park. Goes into town. There's a plane in the sky credits so now we have some post-credit scenes and we see cops heading into the big house and now we can see that there's the confederate war reenactment like the normal fucking stupid cosplay that people do where they reenact the civil war but then there's like a barrier of woods and like the like a thing that's like do not pass and that's where the reenactment of the antebellum South is happening. And there's an actual giant mansion, but we see behind the mansion is a road with normal non-Civil War cars driving down it. Mm -hmm. We then see the FBI casing the grounds. We then see uh, the FBI questioning the other victims uh, that were being held captive in this camp. And finally, the last shot is a bulldozer bulldozing the sign of the civil war camp hmm. the end
0: Ooh, fuck! yeah wow let me totally. points good i feel like it got i feel like i feel like i heard it was bad like i was really excited for it and mm-hmm. then i just kind of like not from anyone specific or anything. Like I just feel like it got like it was like all I heard was bad things, basically. And I'm like, that was f- kind of fucking I'll tell you a brilliant? couple I,
1: I did I did not think it was deserving of of the really bad uh press that I also heard, but after I told yeah. all your points I will tell you a couple things that
0: were could have been done a little bit better. So hold right. on one second. Hi, Sammy so, we heard a rumor that you're not signed up for our awesome Patreon yet. What?
1: Where are you getting your bone con then?
0: It's cool, it's fine. You can still subscribe. Just hit the link in the show notes or search for us on Patreon. We're right there.
1: We've got all kinds of bone con.
0: That's bonus content.
1: We've got mini sods, post-mortems, and Q&As, all live streamed. Polls, prizes, merch, and just a general smorgasbord of KK sam.
0: So join us. Or else.
1: Okay. So for Dead or Alive's, you got two out of five. For your questions, you got 19 out of 28 for a total of 21 out of 33. It's pretty good. Okay. I'll pretty, pretty good. Okay, not so. Not best, not the worst. Here were a couple things that m- may have been the reason that people didn't like it. I didn't think that they were bad enough that it would have gotten as bad reviews as it did Um, the dialogue in modern times especially the dialogue between the three women was pushed a little bit Mm -hmm, they were mm -hmm. trying really hard to have a very sort of improvised colloquial um, kind of dialogue and it fell flat it's like it was Mm -hmm. almost there so it ended up making the dialogue of the scene specifically with like Gabby and Sarah and Janelle feel really yeah. forced. Okay. Um, yeah. So that was something that took me out of it a little bit. Uh, there was also m- that. Uh, honestly, that was the main thing for me. Is just that the dialogue felt a little forced, and I think just because it's three women talking, if I. If this sounds more disparaging than I mean it to it, it, it felt like two
0: men wrote dialogue for wrote three, three women, female yeah, friends. I mean. Um, um, okay. Yeah. yeah. But that was, a. F- I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. That was yeah. f- like, I mean, the story is great.
1: Yeah. And I'm also it's wondering, horrific. I, I can really, I can really understand why, uh, this may fall into the category of, uh, slavery porn. So, hmm. I I I can't fault anyone that feels that way about it, because um, it was hard to watch. And frankly, like as I was watching the first you know thirty minutes of it, and it's just slavery, I was sort of like, I don't know if I can do this movie because first of all, I didn't know like that there was going to be the t- the time shift. And I was like, I can't ask him, what would she do? What do they do? Like, they're fucking slaves. Like, they can't do anything. Like, they have zero agency. So the idea of me having to sort of, like, generate questions where you would have agency felt disrespectful to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I was just really relieved when it was, like, modern modern times. And I was like, okay, we can. She has some yeah, agency. Therefore, I can give Kim some agency.
0: Right, yeah. That's a valid point. Wow. There it is. Antebellum. Uh
1: man. Racists can fucking suck my asshole.
0: Yeah. Wow. That's just mm. I mean, what they said is true. Mhm. Like our country is built on this.
1: Yeah. It's in the DNA of our country. For sure. Yeah. Um it's worth a watch. I thought Janelle, um, you know, gave a
0: great performance. Wow. Well, <sighs> I don't know. I liked it. Um, so thank you for doing that. You're welcome. I I would categorize this as liking
1: it as well. Well, well, there we go, Sammys. Um, so you know, do the things. Drunk whore in three days. Um, follow us on all the things at KK Sam Podcast. Join our Facebook group, Sammy Stay Alive, maybe. Join our Patreon um, so you can see all of the visual content I'm giving and serving. (laughs) Uh,
0: And also listen to our other podcast, Kim and Ketz Survive the Cellar yeah and if you could um go ahead subscribe rate and review that one if you could leave five stars for that one that would be amazing and really help us out since that one's just getting started obviously it's very important Um, thank you super super appreciate it we love you guys so much yeah this has been Kim and Kat stay alive maybe so
1: until next week
0: stay Stay alive! alive
1: Me up. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs>